You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 352 for September 23rd, 2021. This week, we talk about LASIK, Pokemon cards, mummy fingers, moving home, woolly mammoths, and bodega cats. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. I haven't been this sweaty in years. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'd like to I say I'd know. like to see the evidence. I'd like to see the research, please. Well, my cousin's friend told me that you have been pretty sweaty before. <laughs> my my the, cousin's friend. Is that the same cousin's friend that told you that they did their own research about vaccines and that's why they're not getting them? Well, my cousin's friend told me. <laughs> I'm not getting into it. It like makes me angry to oh, even no, hear same. that phrase. I know. But anyway, I know it's triggering. Um, I'm sorry. Why are you sweaty? What's your problem? What's well, wrong with you? Hey, Sam. <laughs> what's wrong with you? That is between me and my therapist every month. <laughs> that's all. That's that's more than one podcast can even contain. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's been a there's been a big update in my life. This is the last time I am recording this podcast in my current apartment, and it is well, not. Well, wait. It Let's is not, move the period in that sentence to what? this is the last time I record this podcast, honey. Who, period. How what monkeys? <laughs> what what monkeys with typewriters are you going to find to edit the podcast without me on it? I'll just um. You know, I just steal your algorithm. I just steal the algorithm. Just have Piggy do it. He'll probably do a great job. It'll be fine. Um, but no, you're moving. You're moving. I am, I am moving. Um, this came very suddenly because this was not my intention. <laughs> I wanted to stay in my apartment, but everything worked against me and I'm essentially getting kicked out. I didn't do anything wrong. Um, outside, outside forces. Surprisingly, all of the macaroni on the floor was not the problem. It was, it it was the four mummified bodies in my closet that was the problem. Let's be honest. You were like that drag queen who had that mummified person in the closet. Yeah. Dorian Corey, baby. I'll never forget her. Dorian Um, Corey. Dorian Corey, girl. If you don't know the story of Dorian Corey, look her up. She had, they, they think it was her lover who died and like since she was a drag queen like they were gonna you know the police probably would have thought that she did it or whatever well a lover we don't have to worry about that with you right because can you imagine me trying to kill someone and hiding a body oh. moving a body well, and trying to hide say, it i can't imagine you having a lover oh oh also that <laughs> Oh, I, we were drag. We were both dragging me just in different directions. I see how it yeah. goes. Um, yeah, you got there though. Yeah, we got there. No, but um, you're uh, you're packed up. Well, yeah. So I'm currently packing. I'm I'm going to be out of this apartment by Saturday, um, and I have been super stressed out about it the past couple weeks. But I have been moving. I've been rolling with the punches. Um, I am. I'm. Ha- I gotta have a new roommate that I'm going to move into a new place with eventually. Um, but everything happened so quickly that I didn't have enough time to find a decent place. So I am moving back in with my parents temporarily for like a month um, while my new roommate and I slowly look at places. And because we we didn't want to like settle on a shitty place within like a week, you know, because like that's how There's much time wrong I had. With that. 
And so um, for the first time since I was, oh God, since I moved back from Boston, I lived with my parents for a couple months before I lived in Missoula. And I was like 20, 19, 20, and I am 27 now. Um, I am very worried about living with my folks, even though it's like a max, like a month I'm going to be living with them. Um, and it's only two hours away from Missoula. I have, I have like such a good relationship with my parents because we're both adults. Like they're a very big part of my life. I visit them constantly and it's, it's different when you're living with them compared to when you have your separate lives and you visit, et cetera. And I'm just, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to walk on eggshells and I'm going to try to not completely ruin our relationship. God, I'm just worried about it. Well, because I mean, this happens. You move back in with your folks at least one time. When was the last time you lived with your folks? Do you remember? Like five or six years ago. Okay. And how was that? I mean, I hated it, but that's <laughs> not really because of my parents, though, but because of Arkansas. Well, yeah. But the you, thing is, you were, you were, everybody your mental, moves back home. Your mental Every, state was like, was lowest well, of low when you were back there, right? Yeah. 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 And that was a variety of things. But mm-hmm. like during the pandemic, record number of, of 20 somethings and 30 somethings moved back home. Right. You know, I just, it's just, it's something I feel like we shame people for and we shouldn't because it's right. a, it's just a thing. It's just something you got to do sometimes in life. Like I bounced back like four times. Yeah. And look at you now. Now you're married to a rich husband and you have a dog for a child. Like things work out. Now I'm like happy. Yeah. But like. I wouldn't say that. You can have. No. Well, compared to you. <laughs> yeah. But. Try <laughs> me. Let, let me say apples to oranges, honey. Apples anyway. to apples, apples to oranges, sweetie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have. Let me just tell you, you can have a great relationship living with your parents and an awful relationship living without your parents. That is living true. away from them. Mm-hmm. Well, because my parents have found out ways to annoy me a thousand miles away. That is true, honey. Every time we're done recording the podcast, Joe's like, "Uh, my dad called me." Well, yeah, it's more like. <laughs> And it's not, it's, it's, let's just say, sometimes you can't even escape your parents living halfway across the country. Sometimes, Do you know what I mean? Sometimes your parents want to spend more time with you than you want to spend with them. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway. Um, no, but th- that'll be nice. You get to see the cats. There's cats there. There aren't any cats. In a month Bo- ain't nothing. Both I mean, the cats you're not are even going to unpack anything, right? Both the, cats gonna... are, both the cats are dead, oh. Joe. They've been dead anyway, for like three years. There's go there's cat ghosts, probably. You can <laughs> chill with the cat ghosts. Honestly, yeah. You got some I'm, ashes of one of the cats. You can do a seance. Honey, yeah, exactly. I have I have my 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 uh, old family cat Molly, her ashes, and her ashes look like Ovaltine. Um and they're in a well, I imagine bag. you're not even really gonna unpack, are you? I mean there's well there's no reason. So I've I've done very like I've I I've been hearing people shaming like young millennials who say that they've been adulting. I feel there's been shame around the term oh, adulting as in like very cringe. So you better not say it. Um, but I have been, I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been very responsible lately. I have been, there you uh, go. I have, I wouldn't say adulting, even though that's the word that I'm looking for, but I don't want to say it out loud. Um, so I'm essentially 
one nice thing about me that we've talked about in the podcast before that in times like this, I really cherish is that I am not a very material person. And so when I move back home, I'm essentially going to be living out of a suitcase for a month and I'm going to be totally fine. Like I'm just, I'm going to have my suitcase. I'm going to have my computer and my, my um, audio set up in my room. And other than that, like my, my switch, everything else, I, I rented out a storage unit and I've been slowly moving my storage unit or my stuff into that unit over this past week. And so I don't I don't need to, like, move all of my, you know, personal belongings two hours away into my parents' house. Like, it'll be good for me and good for them. The fact that I have, like, a week worth of clothes that I just wash and I have a computer and I'm going to be totally fine. Um, and everything else will be in a storage unit. So it's, I won't have a lot to to bring to the folks' house. But everything else is going to, into a storage unit. And that's what I've been doing the past week is slowly moving things into the unit. Um, and I've been making decent progress. The, the thing that I am thankful for also is that I have this entire week to, like, move as much as I can myself before my parents come at the end of the week to help me, like, move my giant washer and dryer and my couch and my bed and my bed frame. Um, yes, I have a bed frame, unlike most straight men who sleep on a mattress on the floor. Um, you know, I have a slight upgrade. You're from that. exhausting. I know I'm just great in every way, but you, you know what? I, I, it's going to take a while to to vacuum up all the dried macaroni and cheese on the ground because you know I've been collecting. Um, yeah. But anyway, so it's it's been a uh, a very stressful past couple of weeks. I had my first panic attack in a while after I heard the news that I would be essentially evicted from my place. I won't go into the details because you don't need to know this. It's personal. Um, but just know that I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> But it's going to become sure water okay? under the bridge. I'll be fine. I have a therapist, like I said. So I've been a busy you don't bitch. Sound okay? And I, I mean, I, I'm not okay. But you know, <laughs> I'm coping. So I'm going to yeah. be out of this place by Saturday. Um, and in the meantime, you're going to get your eyes taken out and replaced with doll eyes, right? Oh yeah, I'm getting LASIK a week from so the 29th, a week from Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. There's not much to say. <laughs> Are you? I so, got the. Uh, what? What? Oh, I was gonna say. Well, you're getting the group on, right? Well, I'm not gonna be able to use it though, because you can only use one discount, and I get a I get a discount through my insurance, and you can't stack them, and the discount through my insurance is more than the Groupon. Oh, so I'm so just gonna have to refund the Groupon. Gotcha. And you can't the other discount. You can't use the Groupon because your insurance is giving you a discount because you're dying. Well, it's not, I don't, like, the insurance isn't paying for any of it. They just give you a discount if you have a certain insurance or something. That's so I don't weird. Know. I don't ask, I don't understand. I don't ask questions. They said, we're taking $900 off. And I said, that's great. And I'm not going to question it. <laughs> right. You're not sure so, why they're doing it, but you're going to take it. You're going to take it on a Not going to question it. Just going to take the discount. So, uh, so, yeah, getting it done on Wednesday. Went in for the eye exam. Monday, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically just an eye exam. They dilate your eyes. They do all the things they do when you get a prescription upgrade or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, you're a great candidate. Your corneas are thick, nice and juicy and mm, thick, juicy, thick corneas." Well, so here's a question: They dilated your eyes. I haven't had my eyes dilated in years, like ten years, probably. Well. We also need to have a conversation about you neglecting your health. <laughs> but 
that's a different conversation, I think. That's not even the reason why. No, the the optometrists that I've gone to have like a machine that they use where they can look oh. at they can look at whatever they need to look at without dilating your eyes. Um, like with the drops or whatever. Maybe they needed to like get a really good look so that, you know, to make sure your corneas were like super ready to get lasered or whatever. So that's why they had to dilate them. But who have you ever had a an optometrist, you know, not have to dilate your eyes before? Or have I guess you, like, my last eye exam, they didn't dilate them. They just used that super bright light. Right. Maybe it just gets a better look. Maybe yeah. they just, you know, you got to make really, sure. They really need to get back there. You know, they need to just look at it all. You know, no strings attached. Well, I'm very excited for you. Well, they told me I'm in great hands. I did a lot of research on the doctor beforehand, and they said anyone in the government who gets their eyes fixed, they go to this doctor. Nice. So that's why they can't see how our healthcare system is fucked and how we, you know, spend too much money on (laughs) war. They're blind. Well, they're all rich Mm. from the the lobbying, so they don't have to worry about that. They just get they just have it paid for. So I'm sure that you found your doctor's full name and address, wife and kids, social security number, phone number, porn subscriptions. You've done it all. You've, you have all the research. I did the research. He's done like tens of thousands of these. It only takes like 12 minutes. You're in the surgery chair for 12 minutes. Yeah. it's They give it, you a Xanax. Oh. Mm. You literally, they tell you to go to sleep for like four or five hours afterward. Easy. That's lovely. And then you just kind of wake up and just, there's things, you know, you're not supposed to do while it's healing, like rub your eyes and Mm -hmm. definitely wear eye protection when you're outside. Um, But yeah, and then you just can see. And I'm just like, why don't they just do this for people? Just do this for people. For the love of God, so many people can't see. Just do this. Well, I think the reason I think the reason why that they don't do this for people is because it's much more cost effective to put a piece of, you know, glass in front of your eye to see through like a lens, like in glasses. But like, is it not not cost effective to who? Because what we're because what we're saying here is we can fix your eyes for the rest of your life for twelve dollars. How much does it cost to run that machine? Probably not much. Probably twelve (laughs) dollars. Probably twelve dollars. Like cost effective. Is it's probably more cost effective if you didn't have to like you know pay the the surgeon six thousand dollars or whatever. Which I feel like they should the government should be funding the surgeon to fix people's eyes in masses so that we can all see. We can see the light. We need to be able to so see that the light. We can see. This is what we in the industry call healthcare. Caring about <laughs> the health of, of your common people. man. Um, yes. What was I? I was going to say something about, oh, um, I was going to say how short the surgery time is because I have watched, I've, honey, we all know you have phases. I have phases. One of my phases was watching um, thrombectomy videos, which are uh, blood clot removal videos. And what? Which is thrusty? Thrusty? Not a thrusty, a thrombectomy, like a thrombus, thrombosis, thrusty. Oh, they're getting that thrombusies out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they're removing the thrombusy from my leg, so I don't. It doesn't go to my lung. Yes, exactly. I've watched those videos, and then I went through a phase where I was watching LASIK videos. Not because I was interested in getting LASIK, because my contact lenses are fine. I don't, and my prescription isn't bad. But like, have you, as part of your research for LASIK, no, have you watched any of the videos, or you don't want to know? 
I have read extensively what happens. I know about all the different kinds. I know about PRK, mm-hmm. LASIK, and Smile, and all the different kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have never watched a video. And at my appointment, she was like, all right, we'll see you next week. My recommendation is, like, don't watch any videos. Don't Google it. Because she explained it to me. She was like, you know, we hold your eye open with a speculum. Even if your eye drifts, the machine follows your eye, and it's still fine. Mm-hmm. So like that, which is what I was worried about, because I'm right. like, I can't stare like I'm twitchy as hell. If anyone right, exactly. like, moves, I'm going to be looking over there. So they they were like, just, to, you know, probably don't watch any videos on it. And I was like, OK, <laughs> I can do that. I'm really good at avoidance. Mm-hmm. I'm really good when at it avoiding comes to things. like my health, my body, you know, mm-hmm. I practice avoidance on a daily basis. Back taxes, you know, just if you ignore it, it just goes away, right? Loan payments, sure. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. credit score just in the dumpster. Mm -hmm. 25, credit score of 25, girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 25, 25. (laughs) No, but she told me, the doctor who did the exam, she said she had almost the same prescription I did. She had, so I've got astigmatism and nearsightedness. And she was like, my prescription was almost the exact same as yours. And your only regret is that you didn't get it sooner. Because I get like migraines. I've been having to wear my glasses lately. I get migraines. I get Mm -hmm. headaches. Like, just if I'm outside too long, I just feel like shit. I don't know. Glasses and contacts have never worked well for me. And I've had to wear them since second grade. Well, I think it's because your body rejects everything. So, I mean. Yeah. You have a bunch of problems, but this is this will definitely take one one step out of the equation for figuring out what the fuck is wrong with you. I feel like, you know what? I have never seen 2020 vision. So since second grade, I've been wearing glasses and they've never been quite perfect on me Mm. because of the astigmatism. Gotcha. And contacts have never been quite perfect either. I'm going to see 2020 for the first time. 2020 and 2021. I'm going to see the haters coming from a mile away. Well, the first thing that I messaged Joe was, I can't wait for you to see how beautiful I am after you, <laughs> you get your LASIK. You're finally going to see your what partner did I say? in 2020 I said, vision. I said, let's see, you said, I'm reading the text. I'm pulling up the text. Mm-hmm. You said, finally, you'll be able to see. Finally, you'll be able to see how beautiful I am. And I said, I'll need a second round of LASIK if I have to look at you. And then I and then I you sent, sent me that gift from the ring. Is that from the <laughs> ring? It's yes. It's one of my favorite. It's the it's if you've ever seen the ring, um, there's a scene where um, the main character is on a boat and there's a horse that jumps after her and like just commits suicide and jumps off the boat into the ocean. <laughs> I took a picture when I was in Seattle. I took a lot of pictures around town of me walking where she walked. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Naomi Watts. I loved that movie when I was like nine. It's a good movie. You know what it reminds me of these days? Okay. So you, did you see that thing that was trending on Twitter? None of us clicked it. But it was like, they say eating a hot dog takes 10 days off your lives. Off your life. Um, I didn't see that probably because that the algorithm knows not to give me hot dog related tweets. I don't know what you're clicking to have them be like, yes, no, it this was hot dog tweet is for Joe. Everywhere. Everyone saw it except you. You yes, need to get on TikTok and on Twitter. Well, maybe I didn't see it because I need LASIK. Maybe so. Mm? But it got me thinking hot dogs are kind of like the new ring. You what? eat a hot dog, you get the phone call. <laughs> right. <Ten days. laughs> Yeah, you eat a hot dog. And you and got then, 10 days less. 
Yeah, you you get a hot dog, or you you eat a hot dog, and then you immediately get a call from someone in the Wienermobile or whatever, and they have Oscar a, Meyer calls you, and they have a flat tire, and they're like, "We need you <laughs> to help us, please, God. We're on a tour. We're late." Ten and then you, days, and then you hang up the phone, and then ten days later, they're so mad at you for not helping them change their flat that they come to your house and murder you. Is a hot dog worth ten days less off your life? Well, I mean, we're, you're probably not the best person to ask because you're you're looking to chip away. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> with the amount of stress, the amount of stress that I've gone to, away. yeah, the, the amount of stress that I've gone through the past week has probably taken a couple years off my life. But I don't think I've eaten a hot dog in years. So, in terms of my my health related hot dog incidents, I I think I'm good. I think I'm doing pretty good. When was the last time you had a hot dog? And is it worth taking probably know, years, ten days off your life? Whenever we go to Arkansas, my parent, which is like, I've been twice. I don't go home. Whenever I go back to Arkansas, <laughs> my dad like insists on us having like a fire pit and eating a hot dog. So I'll eat a hot dog there. Um, hot, hot dogs aren't the vibe, you know? Oh, the, they aren't the vibe? This is in 1999. Do you know what I mean? Well, my question is, when you're eating the hot dog, do you get the regular horrific hot dog or do you get the super horrific hot dog with the melted cheese injected in the middle i've only had one of those once but it was very delicious i remember we'd go to like you know your bougie friend's house in like middle school or like Mm -hmm. elementary school and like the fancy kid's house and their mom serves you those hot dogs Mm -hmm. with the injected cheese with the cheese chunks only in America, truly. Wait, have you had, what kind do you get? Well, I mean, I haven't, like, I I haven't had a hot dog in like 15 years. I don't prefer hot dogs. I prefer bratwursts. (laughs) You you took German. Yeah, but that's an, um, that's an English word. Isn't isn't bratwurst? It's a German word, word, but we've, we've made it an English word. Kind of like, um, kind of like je ne sais quoi. Mm. Or, um, What's another word? Uh, Ikea. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Ikea. Yeah, like Ikea. Yeah, I, I'm, I just imagine me, instead of a hot dog, I, I get a bratwurst because I feel like it's better and more fancy. It's probably just the same health as a hot dog, just bigger. So in essence, well, it's actually you. worse for me because I'm eating more of it. Hot dog or corn dog? Oh, my God. Gun to your God. head. Hot dog Go- or corn dog. You don't even need a gun to my head. Corn dog every time. Are you Aren't kidding me? Aren't they so me? good? You know, like, I, I, I haven't even thought about this. I have had, uh, I've had, I guess, if we're counting hot dogs as corn dogs, I have had a couple hot dogs in the past year because I've had corn well, dogs. Well, yeah. Well, corn dogs literally are hot dogs just wrapped differently. There, oh it's literally a hot dog in the middle. The amount of corn dogs I've had, I've probably shaved 15, 20 years off my life at this point. I should just continue eating them. Honestly, I'm too far. The train is too far down. I just got to keep running I, with it. I should just eat corn dogs till I die. I just want to lube up a corn dog and don't, just shove just, it at just my ass. Just stop. Just don't. The little the, just, the thing hanging out there, kind of like a tampon string, the stick hanging out there. I love them so much. I forgot I had an appointment right now. I got to go. You know, I just, I forgot. I don't I know a, how tampons work. I have a therapy appointment that I just scheduled because you just said that. And now I have to work through it. So I got to go. <laughs> Where do you keep your corn dogs? In the freezer? And then I eat them with but my But I like mouth? them warm. I like to keep mine warm. Oh, no. I, I eat mine like a popsicle. 
Mm, I, I licked. I licked <laughs> you don't the cornbread from the freezer section. You take them out, crunch, crunch. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect summertime treat. Oh my god! It's like a, it's like yeah, a savory um, popsicle. I would eat a frozen. Ho- I would suck on a frozen hot dog. Honey, you'd suck on anything phallic, regardless of where it came from. I love frozen things. I'm really into frozen things. Well, the movie because- Frozen, popsicles. Ice, uh, ice cream, mm-hmm. frozen green beans, um, um, ice frozen skates. blueberries, ice skates, ice frozen hockey. ponds. Eh. Um, that's that's where we diverge. No ice hockey. The the ice government agency. <laughs> nope, absolutely. The, it, U.S. Not. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Joe's favorite. Absolutely, I don't even know what it stands for. I had to look it up. <laughs> Just now? Oh, that's Just funny. now. Anyways, speaking of you uh, shoving a frozen hot dog up your ass, can we talk about literally anything else? Speaking of frozen things, did you hear about the woolly mammoth? Willy, I thought you were going to say Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. And so now I'm thinking about Woolly Mammoth in the Chocolate Factory. That would be a good uh, parody. But you it- need to work for collegehumor.com. They must have gone bankrupt. <laughs> Do what? They, they must have gone bankrupt. Like they're from like 15 years ago. No, Are they still kicking? Surely, surely college humor is still going on. They, I feel like they always are doing something with a celebrity, and I'm like, I would not. Well, first of all, you're not a celebrity. Second of all, what? They I'm wouldn't an call influencer. you. <laughs> you're a TikTok box opening influencer. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you Sam. influence you influence people to uninstall the app that they're currently watching. Oh you my on. god, I'm an aging influencer. I can't wait for there to be like a retirement home, and it's just just old people making TikToks. They're gonna have to do to me what they're doing to this woolly mammoth, and let me tell you what they're doing to this woolly mammoth. They are they want to genetically resurrect woolly mammoths mammoths using DNA extracted from ancient carcasses. So I'm reading this on oh a little new site called MSN.com because uh, it had the shortest article <laughs> <MSN>. about it. <laughs> AKA everyone's homepage in 1998. What does it even stand for? Microsoft. Oh God. I oh Microsoft something. Ne- oh yeah. I forgot. It's like Microsoft. Anyway. Mm. Um, okay, so they're talking about research of the mammoth site in Hot Springs. This is South Dakota or something. Okay, so the gist of it. They said they wouldn't really be bringing back a mammoth as the extracted DNA would be mixed with that of an Asian elephant. So they're bringing back part of a mammoth. It's literally Jurassic Park. You know how they have to fill in the holes with the frog DNA? Mm-hmm. And then... They accidentally change. They accidentally use the frogs that can change their uh, sex organ, their their wiener and vagina, and the then wee-wee. the dinosaur because they were all going to be what uh, female dinosaurs. But then they were able to breed, and then there were all the babies. Yeah, massive dino dick. Ma- oh my god, dino dong, um, <laughs> dinky dino, dinky, dinky we dino talked- dong. We did. We talked about in the after show last week. Patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. What did we talk about? I think you mentioned Dinky Dino last week. Or maybe it was oh, in the regular episode. I think episode. that was in the real show. Yeah. Because you were talking about um, uh, Tamagotchi and pets. such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they say we're bringing back part of the mammoth. You take a horse and a burrow, you get a mule. And they say in some ways that would be creating some sort of 
they would be creating some sort of mammoth mule, if you mm. will, the mm-hmm. person says. I don't know who the person is saying these quotes because I didn't delve deep. Mm-hmm. Now, they say there's several pros and cons to bringing the back to woolly mammoth, um, mostly relating to helping or hurting climate change. They say elephants are highly intelligent, sensitive creatures, and there comes a point when the experiment becomes unethical. Mm. Uh, and they and instead we should focus on endangered species that still live on Earth. But they said uh, we could certainly work on animals that are becoming extinct. So the concept is wonderful. Bring back the woolly mammoth is Hollywood to me. I don't know what that quote means. I don't That's know what, what that means either. Said. Hmm. Yeah, I guess they mean it's like Jurassic Park. It's Hollywood. It seems like a fantastical fiction. And they don't situation. think, you know, they have the blueprint. They have all of the Jurassic Park movies, and they think they're going to not have a fucking horrible time bringing back a, well, an ancient species and then have it wreak havoc on the universe. The issue that they had in Jurassic Park, I think that as, you know, this is bad. This is a hot take. I'm really anti-gun. But they really should have just shot the raptors if they were the raptors were trying to kill them. Your NRA well, I know that one guy up. tried to. That one guy tried to, and the Raptors outsmarted him. That's true. But literally, Laura Croft Uzis, one in each hand, blazing through a field of Raptors. Clean them out. You're probably going to be okay. They're probably scared of the sound, too. Just make a whole bunch of gunshots. So here's my question. Which half of this animal is the woolly mammoth, and which half of it is the elephant? Front or back half? It's just, it's a regular elephant with that big old mammoth dick. The only part that's mammoth, they said, just the dick. That woolly dick. <laughs> they said pubes. They said, we need an elephant with pubes. We need we need a, a an animal mascot to represent giant dong. I have no idea what an elephant penis looks like. But I would think that this would literally just be... I mean, mammoths are already kind of just elephants with hair, aren't they? I'm not a paleontologist. I don't think that's what you need to be. I don't just... think that. I think you're right. <laughs> After it came out, I was like, wait a second. I don't think that's what you need to be. Yeah. I'm not a mammothologist. So, I think you'd probably just get a hairy looking elephant. I'm also elephants like, why? Are, elephants have hair. Also, I'm also like, why do we need to do, to do this? It just They're dead. Can't we, can't we just keep them dead? I don't know. Why did they die? Because that's me- something that meteor? factors into. I don't know. I don't think that they died from the meteor because they were around when people were. I think it was more like we killed them all for reasons, for food, for clothing and such. Okay. And also the climate changed and there wasn't enough place for them. Yeah, we put down one too many Walmarts and the mammoths were just like, we're piecing out. We got to go. Yeah, they couldn't deal with it. They couldn't deal with the low, low prices. Yeah, they couldn't. They, they, it shocked them so much that they died out because <laughs> Walmart was invented. <sighs> if you didn't know this, Walmart was invented in the same time period as woolly mammoths were, were on Earth. There you go. And that's a true fact from me. What animal would you bring back? Do you know about animals? Um, I know they exist. I haven't seen one in years because I don't go outside. Um, but apparently they are still around. Um, Dodo. No. Oh yeah, the dodo. I feel like that'd be cool, um, just because they're extinct or whatever. Um, eh, they seem they 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 seem stupid. I'm not here but to, in, a, in a fun way. Well, I don't want to victim blame dodo birds, but oh, here we go, soapbox. But have you ever like heard about them? It kind of seems like they weren't. They were asking to die. Do you know <sighs> what I mean? 
Wow. I'm not I mean, here to victim blame the dodo. I can't wait for you to get canceled for this. Can't fly. Literally just flop around. Run into the barrel of a gun. You know, maybe I'm they just questioning the dodo. Maybe, I mean, I don't know, girl. I Well, maybe we should bring back the dodo so we could ask them. We should have an Oprah-style interview <laughs> with the dodo bird and ask them why they died. No, I think they were cute. That's all I really needed to know. They were cute. They can come back. I don't, I can't really think of, I don't, I, I don't know if something I would Saber want to bring tiger. back. I mean, maybe if I wanted um, to get Giant shredded. sloths. Huge. Bigger oh. than buses. Sloths. Bigger than bussy? Mm-hmm. Bigger than bussies. That sloth bussy. I don't know what's into you today, but I hope they take it out of you when they laser your eyes out. Um, dinosaurs. Are there not any dinosaurs? Um, I honestly, I would, I would bring back like, like a, like a stegosaurus or like one of, one of the dinosaurs that are very large, but they're herbivores. So they're vegetarian. They're not going to hurt me. They're, they're just big. Well, you know, feed them a salad. I don't think that means they're not going to hurt you. I mean, wild animals are wild animals. They'll trample you to death. All it, that is it true. just needs to step on you and you're dead. Mm. Maybe but that's how I want to go. I think something duck builds. Like they had like the duck build dinos, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they made like honking sounds. That might Ooh, be I would cool. hope. Like, a, like an ancient goose. That'd be fun. Yeah. Very land yeah, before time. I think, I think that's the move. Okay. Well, I'll I'll make sure to in, input my opinion to these scientists and tell them to stop with the with the um, woolly cut mammoth. Cut the mammoth. Cut the mammoth. Yeah. We need to. The marketing is in the duck build dinosaurs. That's the move. That's the move. Hey Sam, you thirsty? Well, there's a new brand of Mountain Spring water out there, but here's the twist: it looks just like a beer can. Finally, you can be walking around looking like you're drinking a beer when you're just staying hydrated. That's right. It's called Liquid Death, and it comes in a can. Why Liquid Death? Because it's going to murder your thirst boots the house down, honey. And the can looks really badass. It's got a gold sparkly skull on it and a tattoo type font. People are going to think I'm straight. But best of all, Liquid Death also donates 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. People love their plastic water bottles, but did you know that a lot of plastic just gets sent to the landfills because it's not profitable to recycle? Aluminum cans, on the other hand, like the ones from Liquid Death, are infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. What I'm personally most excited about is cracking open a can of Liquid Death next time I'm pregnant. <laughs> Let the haters think I'm chugging a beer when I'm actually just enjoying some refreshing mountain spring water. Joke's on them. Stay mad, haters. Well, guess what? You can use our promo code SAMANDJOE at liquiddeath.com to snatch a free koozie two-pack with the purchase of a case of water. Liquid Death is also offering free shipping on all merch and two-plus cases of water. You can also pop on down to your local Whole Foods or 7-Eleven and grab a can for yourself. It also comes in sparkling, which is my personal favorite. And a big thank you to Liquid Death for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Um, Okay. Next? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I've got one about Fortnite or Pokemon cards. You take the, you Uh, choose the path. Jesus, it's like having two guns to my head. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I probably enjoy Pokemon cards slightly more than Fortnite. So we're going to go down that route for today. Yeah, good option. I don't really like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the, as Vice reports, a Dutch toy shop was recently the target of a dramatic after-hours van smashing by thieves interested in securing the store supply of Pokemon cards and Lego products this is what happens this is what happens when nerds grow up to be criminals let me just tell you pokemon cards are have blown up i mean they never really fizzled out but they're they're having a renaissance moment i can't i've been wanting to open a booster pack just for nostalgia purposes i can't even find them i've looked everywhere they don't sell them at target anymore because there was an altercation there have been multiple altercations and the it's because all of the rich Twitch streamers are buying them all up and then opening them on stream, which is making everyone else want to buy them. That they're part. inflating the market. That part right there. But um, but I mean, influencers. Right. You want to be a Pokemon influencer? I understand. Influencer. They influenced me. Well, okay. So here's a question. Um, when you were young, were you into Pokemon cards? Because I had friends yes. that were into Pokemon cards, but I was not cool enough, so I played Yu-Gi-Oh instead. No, we had, I in middle school, I remember specifically, lots of Pokemon cards. We'd bring them in our binders in like oh, big, yeah. like not even like our, our school binders. We had separate binders just for the Pokemon cards with the mm-hmm. card holders in them. And we'd trade them. We would discuss which ones were worth more. We didn't play the game. I As an adult, I've learned the Pokemon card game. Like I've learned how to play it and I really enjoy that. Right. Um, But no, we, it, it's more collecting. Yeah, you, you know, were more you collecting foil, when you were young. You want the holographic Charizard. Mm-hmm. And I think some of them are still at home. Not all of them. But I want to go see them. Just like I've got those old Tamagotchis that are now worth so much. Pennies I go on the see dollar. What Pokemon cards. Now, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! Those are worth stuff, too. People still like Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. I mean, I feel like the Yu-Gi-Oh! is like bottom of the barrel, girl. It's like... No, God. I think... Hold on. I think this, uh, let's see. Is this, did this article mention them? Hey, spell Yu Gi Oh! No, I dash G I. Oh my dash. God. You lost me at the dashes. Oh, eight. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yeah, it's not um, worth the effort. It's no, I tried to control F it and I got over it real fast. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so this article, which I'm reading on AV Club, it also mentions the San Francisco Beanie Baby slayings of 1996. <laughs> I don't know if what? we should laugh there because were, I don't know what happened. There was a mass murder of Beanie Babies in San Francisco? Um, Beanie Babies? Well, I don't. I think people were probably <gasps> murdered. Oh, oh my God. I feel bad for laughing. Over Beanie Babies. Holy shit. Well, I can't find anything on it. Beanie Babies... Beanie Babies slaying 1996. Like, I can't find... Homicides of... Oh... I don't know. I can't find anything on this. And I don't know if it was, if this is a joke in the article. It says, not since the San Francisco Beanie Baby slangs of 1996, an event so unlikely. Oh, never mind. They said an event so unlikely that we just had to make it up. Never mind. Oh, that exists. This is why you should read the articles. Reading the articles. So they go on to talk about how le- there's like, the Lego underground market. Let me tell you about this, though. Um, 
tightly controlled Lego market has led to the rise of a Polish Lego gang, a group of international toy thieves who French police have been on the hunt for since 2009. Jesus Twi- I mean, Christ. 2019. T- 2019, sorry. Oh, okay. So a few years, but still. A pol- the Polish Lego gang. See, like, instead of smuggling drugs, the nerds are grown up and become criminals and they, they steal Legos and Beanie Babies and Pokemon cards. Yeah, that's like fun stuff to steal. Like, yeah. I, I would rather steal those than the Mona Lisa. Honey, I've seen the Mona Lisa and she's super small. You imagine her to be massive and she's just like, I don't know, she's the size of a piece of printer paper. She's Not so worth skinty. It. Yeah, she's a skinny so legend. Skinty. Um, I, I can, I can get the Mona Lisa printed on a mug. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, and then I can have it, and it's mine forever. I don't have to yeah, go to the. Yeah, I have the, the original on yeah. the mug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what the fuck is this article about? It is about, um, well, it's about the the break in at the Dutch toy chain Intertoys. Mm. Uh, thieves ramming their van into one of the locations, made off with a whole bunch of Legos, a whole bunch of Pokemon cards. Uh, and then they talk about the Pokemon card market surging at the moment. Target changes policies, how rare cards can fetch hundreds of dollars in good condition. I need, this is the only reason I want to go back to Arkansas is so I can go through my room and find the Pokemon cards, the old toys that are worth money, the Tamagotchis, the Digivices. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know how strong, like how strong the nostalgia was going to be. That it's going to be you worth know? money in the future. Because I I feel like it was like that to a certain extent with our parents' generations, but not to this level of toys coming back bigger than ever, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, what did our parents have? They played with, like, cornhusk dolls. You know what I mean? <laughs> jacks. Literally. Checkers. Cornhusk dolls, jacks. <laughs> Those aren't really having a comeback. Playing you know? hoop, they didn't hoops, have like hoop a, stick? They're playing hoop they stick. They didn't have a... No nostalgic returns when our parents were in their, like, 30s. They didn't need to buy, like, that pair of Jacks, that Cornhusk doll, mm-hmm. that the, the, baby the holographic that pissed jacks. itself. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, whereas they hooked us when we were young, and now they have us forever. Well, and the reason why is because that, you know, it's not like that we have any money. It's not like that, you know, our generation can buy a fucking house. So we'd much rather live in the past. Well, it is nice. I love that feeling. Like when I opened up those Tamagotchis, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm okay I can't... with spending $15 to like make myself happy for 15 minutes. Right. To have a sliver of joy. Yeah. Well, I can... this is like your, your like, um, you go back to home and you find that old hard drive that has a Bitcoin wallet in it. And then you, you know, it has like a million dollars with a Bitcoin. Only for you, you go home and you find all these old Pokemon cards and then... It's worth about 75 cents. And you never hear from me again because I take that <laughs> 75 cents and I take it straight to Mexico and I live the, left, the rest of my life on a beach. Exactly. On a beach without any clothes, homeless. <laughs> I loved my holographic cards, though. Oh, I do have a collection of Staryu and Starmie Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah. But those that, aren't that worth anything. Out. Nobody just, likes Staryu and Starmie. You're the only one. Well, just wait. I Maybe just, one day they'll have I a resurgence. Them. Maybe so. Maybe, Maybe so. so. Um, but yeah, no, I don't have any Pokemon cards. I think the old Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I had growing up, I burned or threw away. Burned? But, 
I don't know, girl. I don't know where they went. Girl. But like, I, I was into Lego growing up, but what I was really into were those like, oh my God, they were those marble machines that you made that they all had like interconnecting parts. And I love, it was like a Rube oh. Goldberg machine, only it was like for kids. And there was just like, you put a marble on top and it went around everything and you could like make your own. Fucking love that shit. Oh, yeah. I liked, um, um, we had Legos, but we never had Lego sets. We had the big buckets. They used to come oh, in yeah. big blue buckets. And they just had random pieces and you just got to use your imagination. I had those too. Yeah, that was fun. And then um, connects. We had connects. Mm, I had old Lincoln they, logs. They had a motor. Oh, yeah. Connects did have a motor. I had old Lincoln logs that were like my mom's when she was growing up that she passed down to me. And I loved those. I had some old toys from my parents, some like old blocks and stuff. I remember opening the container and it just smelled like lead. <laughs> I was going to say it's probably laced with arsenic or lead. It just smelled like lead paint. Or like, asbestos. I swear to God. It was just, my dad used to play with like mercury. You have like legit, when their ther- thermometers broke, he, they would just let the kids play with the mercury. Let me tell you something and I want you to... F- I want you to analyze to see if it makes sense and it checks out for how I am. I have played with mercury before. Um, with your bare hands? With my bare hands. <laughs> I Okay, to be fair, neither one Does of us is a scientist. Please ask your scientist or doctor if playing with mercury is right <laughs> for you. But <laughs> I don't... Th- so it like, it's heavy. It's a heavy metal, right? Yeah, it's a heavy and metal in liquid just, form. It'll just go back into the ground. You, like if you leave it on the ground, it'll just go under the ground, and you'll and never see it again. Well, um, you'll probably it'll probably get in the groundwater. It'll definitely get in your water. You'll drink it. You'll feel the vibes later. But honey, honey, talk about partying. Talk about a party. Let's drink some mercury laced water. You probably didn't play with it as much as my parents did. But why no. were you doing this? Honey, when you live in the middle of nowhere in Montana, you have to find your own entertainment. You know, why don't you just throw in your turds over the fence like we were? Well, because I was slightly more <laughs> civilized than you growing up, apparently. It's, I mean, we were both we were both, you know, D list doing stupid shit. But I was playing with a toxic heavy metal and you were throwing your feces over the fence. Like, I feel like we're at the same level. You know, I was plucking the teeth right out of my mouth from the lack of fluoride and stringing up necklaces out of them. <laughs> It's <laughs> a very Katya moment for you. I was just popping them out of there, stringing them up necklaces, charm bracelets, all while f- tossing the turds over the fence. Honey. Well, I I, I probably played with Sticking this Sticking my head in hornet's nests. Oh, yeah. I, so this it was a moment <laughs> because I, I acquired some mercury from my, allegedly my dad brought some mercury home and he was showing it to my sister and I. And so he let us like play with it for like five seconds in our hands and then we put it back. So I don't think it did that much damage. But every time I tell people that I played with Mercury growing up, they have the same reaction. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense for how you turned out. I feel like I saw, I read something once about all the heavy metals in our blood and in our, they just like accumulate in our organs and Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And pesticides. We're like 75% pesticides at this point. Yeah, I feel like that most of my bloodstream is like Roundup, you know? Roundup. Like um, like Terminex. Yeah, Terminex. Like Terminex. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Raid. 
just yeah. Raid and Terminix and yeah, Roundup. My, yeah, mm-hmm. my, my bloodstream is like a bug bomb, you know? Did, you ever, <laughs> did your parents ever have to set off bug bombs in the house? <laughs> no, and I wish they fucking would have because they're, I mean, spiders, tarantulas, you name it, lived in our fucking house growing up. Tarantulas? Sis, tarantulas. No, they don't have tarantulas in, in uh, Arkansas. Do they? Uh, yeah, they fucking do. What? Tarantulas. They're everywhere. Tarantulas. Scorpions. Are you looking up tarantulas? I'm looking. I'm trying to find a map of like where. Tar- I thought tarantulas only <laughs> lived like in the south. No. Like, I mean, southern, like the, Arkansas the desert. is the south. Oh, like the deserts, like the like the west, southwest. Yeah, like like Arizona and, you know, Southern California. They don't look look at this. Tarantulas are known to range from the Ozark Mountains southward across the Arkansas River Valley and Washita Mountains. This is like tarantulas. Tarantulas can live in like all like anything below Colorado. They can't. But this. No, no, they can. They do. Yeah, I said can. Like, I'm oh. looking at this map, and there's way too many states that can have tarantulas, and Arkansas is included. Yeah. Well, when you think of tarantulas, I think a lot of people think, like, deserts, like you said. But no, right. they're, like, in the—I remember them being in the pine needles. We had a lot of pine trees, and they would hide what? in the pine needles. Oh, yeah. my God. Tarantulas, sis. Tarantellas. Tarantellas, girl. Tarantulas. Anyways, I'm ready to die after looking at all these tarantula pictures, so. Yeah. Well, would you rather Tasty, play with a tarantula? Well, he, I'll give you an ultimatum. Would you rather play with a tarantula or play with Mercury? You know, I chose the better option, I think. Um, let's let's type this in. Can <laughs> playing with Mercury hurt you? The answer is if probably it is swallowed, yes. Oh, well, look at this. If it's swallowed, like from a broken thermometer, it mostly passes through your body and very little is absorbed. Um, oh. If you touch it, a small amount may pass through your skin, but not it. A- not usually enough to harm you. Well, I don't I think guess. they. Re- this is from Michigan.gov, and we all know that they have problems with things in their water anyway. So <laughs> I don't exactly know. Mm. You know, maybe ask your local scientist. Ask, but, your, like Joe said, ask your doctor if playing with mercury is right for your child. This other site says you need to be cautious not to be exposed for long periods of time. Simply handling it is not going to make you drop dead. It's like mm. cigarettes, deadly over long periods of exposure, but you aren't going to die if you walk into a smoky bar and have a drink. So you're saying that I should dip my cigarettes in mercury and then smoke them? Mercury, lead, and asbestos. Who, Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Je- Jeff asbestos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the ticket. Anyways, um, speaking of mercury, do you have a cheese this week? Uh, it's cheese of the week. I don't think so. What did I eat this week? Um, my friend Alex was in town this weekend. Did you eat him? No, we did go to, okay, Ted's Bulletin. It's a famous place in D.C. We went there and I got, oh, we got at Ted's Bulletin. We went to the one on 14th Street. There's one in Capitol Hill, too, but we went to the one on 14th Street. Oh, yeah, Um, of course. Of course. People will know, you know, people who aren't (laughs) bumpkins. So (laughs) we got... As an appetizer, the pretzels with the beer cheese sauce. Oh, my. It's so funny that you mentioned this because one of my favorite cooks on YouTube, Laura Vitale, um, a.k.a. Laura in the Kitchen, had a recipe this past week for pretzels with beer cheese. 
And I watched the whole thing and I was like, I want this so fucking bad. Beer cheese is where it's at. It was delicious. Mm. We split them all. And um, so we each got like one and a half pretzels. with. But then Alex got fries and we dipped the fries in the beer cheese as well. Oh, that was oh delicious. Sh- she's frisky. So um, if you're at Ted's, tell them I sent you. They will look confused. But then they'll be order like, food. Who? They order the food. I got to say, though, my favorite appetizer, and it's not technically listed as an appetizer there. It's listed as a side. But the uh, blue cheese and bacon Brussels sprouts. Oh, that sounds so good. That's the move. That's the vibe. I, I know we've talked about Brussels sprouts before, but it doesn't make me an old person to say that I feel like Brussels sprouts are severely underrated. Well, that's because they are like our parents boiled them when we were growing up. Yeah, it's like boiled beets. It's like, what are yeah. you doing? You could literally cook and this any other way and it would be way more delicious. Boiled spinach. Yeah, is boiled what my spinach. What say. are you doing? Just slop. Our parents tried to feed us slop. And then it took us into like our late 20s to realize these foods are good. They just, you just got to cook them right. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Can, you ma- can you imagine like just boiling a chicken breast and not seasoning it? Like how gross well, and unappealing that would that. be? That's delicious. I do like that. I do like, well, I, well, I really like my chicken. I either like it boiled or burned. I'm glad you have a therapist. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I'm glad you have someone to talk boiled. to about this. He likes, Piggy likes his chicken boiled, too. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because I guess you are part rat dog if you like your chicken Mm -hmm. boiled, unseasoned. He likes it. Yeah. Well, that's how I like it on salad. Oh, I guess what I do. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say boiled. For like a Caesar salad, boiled chicken, just cut up into chunks. Yeah. You you want your chicken to be supple. You don't want it to be dried out for your Caesar salad. You want it. You want to be nice and gray. You want that nice mm. and gray chicken. Nothing like a gray piece of meat. <laughs> you want to get a nice and gray in the boiler. Anyways, so it, uh, beer cheese? Beer cheese. Go down to Ted's, get yourself the pretzels and beer cheese, but actually also get the Brussels sprouts with the blue cheese and bacon. And if you mention the show to your waiter, they will kick you out. <laughs> they got pretty good pie, too. Mmm. God, I haven't had pie in years. They always play. So it's it's like an Art Deco themed. It's like 1920s. But they always have um, I Love Lucy playing in there. Oh, that's cute. Oh, it's cute. It's cute. Oh, Very it's cute. cute. Oh, it's cute. Good cheese, Do you I have guess. a cheese? Um, I've been working my way through my refrigerator because I'm going to, you know, I'm throwing everything out that's expired and and trying to eat everything that isn't expired because I'm moving. So I had I have that's fair. I have one. um, I I made a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese last night in the one pot that I still have in my apartment. And then I realized I didn't have a colander because I already packed it. So I tried to like siphon all of the water out after the pasta was done cooking. And then I had okay. one I had one giant bowl left that I put it in. I slopped it in the bowl and then I added the powdered cheese. And then I didn't have any butter and I didn't have any milk. So I just added some more water and it was it worked. You know, we got to make do, you know, we just got to make <laughs> do in our situation. Sure, sure. So Bad girls anyways, make do. Is that what know, the, the phrase is? I don't know. But, I, you know, I'm struggling. But that's my cheese. Kraft macaroni and cheese. 
It's like macaroni in a pot. No butter. No no milk. No milk. Just um, warm, warm warm noodle. Warm powder. Warm powder noodles. Delicious, you could say. (laughs) Anyway. Do you need me to to wire you some money? (laughs) Are you. You're struggling. Do you, you know, is this a cry for help? Do you need me to wire you some funds? Do we need to start a GoFundMe? What What if I just like disappeared from the internet like randomly after this and I just locked myself in my storage unit to die? Um, How long would it take for you to start looking for me? <laughs> Six months? 12 months? How mummified no, would my body me. be before someone found it? No, you know me. Like I would, I panic. The second you don't reply to, like, if you don't reply to one of my texts within like a day, I'll start panicking. Yeah, Joe's like, oh god, they're gonna find, they're gonna find the body, and they're gonna know that I did it. I'll, I'll would definitely know something's up if I text you and you don't reply. Well, within a day, can't wait for you to fly here and have a whole Nancy Drew movement to find my body. Uh, I'll just, I'll call someone there. That's a long way to go. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the in the hands of the locals. You know, I'm, I'm busy. You know. (laughs) I'll have them, I'll like have them turn on your wise cam or something. <laughs> Keep oh my God. me up to date. Speaking of wise cam, I had someone try to break into my fucking apartment last night. What? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what the situation is, but someone, it was like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. Like, no, I'm not expecting anyone. Someone starts banging on my door. <gasps> and ring my doorbell. I'm I'm playing games with a friend. I have my pajama bottoms on and no shirt. So I'm like, I got it. Hold on, let me put a jacket on. And I look through my peephole and it's this like young guy in like full camo, like knocking on my door and ringing my doorbell. I do not recognize him. So I'm like, you know, I don't say anything. But I was gonna open the door. I just had to like, you know, put something on my on my 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 top so they don't see my my gorgeous breasts. You know, my breasticles. Okay. And so I, I put a jacket on and I'm going back to the door because I'm going to open it for them. And they try to open my door for me. Like they, they <gasps> try to open and I'm like the deadbolt is like is in. They're, they're like trying to get into my place. And I was like, you don't do that. You don't tr- you don't like oh, you don't try to open someone's no, door. No, that's terrifying. What'd you do? I just I just stepped away. I was like, I was going to open this door for you, and you just axed your chances. I, I'm assuming. I'm so glad you didn't open the door. Yeah, I could be dead today. Well, I feel like one of two things was happening. They were desperate and needed help with something, in which, like, I'm sorry, but I would have helped you if you, you know, would have tried to break into my fucking apartment. Like, that was the, the, you know, that was the last straw for me. And then they went to, like, my other neighbors like the left and right of me and then the top floor and they did the same thing so either they were looking for help or they were trying to find an apartment with nobody home and the door unlocked because they wanted to swipe something that one that's what they were trying to do nobody like if they needed help they would have been calling out for help right Oh my god! There's no way that they were trying to open the apartment to get help. I would have looked through the peephole, and you, and the second I saw them, the most ear-piercing scream I would have let out of my mouth. <laughs> I I watched Everyone. them do the whole thing through the peephole. I was like, there was just two inches of door between me and them. I would have. I, I was just watching them. Shattered windows, just letting it out, alerting anybody. I'm ready with the scream. I'm ready. Blood curdling. No one would steal anything from you. Well, so what I'm trying to say is that the assassin Joe tried to send to kill me did not work. (laughs) And you Uh have to try better. 
I gotta have to get my down payment back. <laughs> yeah, your down payment of of uh, holographic Pokemon cards that you gave them for yeah, compensation. That Charizard. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. We've had people. Um, so a couple of people have broken into our building. Oh yeah, in the past couple weeks, and they've oh, stolen a couple bikes in the bike room, and they like vandalized our laundry machine trying to get the money out of it. What the fuck? There's like, and not, so like, how much money's in your yeah. laundry machine? Well, it it's to one be of those worth- card. Well, it's not a quarter machine. It's like you load up a card with cash. Mm-hmm. So like you load it up with like $40 at a time. And I don't know how much, how often they can oh, get it. Okay. So it's so probably like the, got a stack of cash in it. Right. The card machine is like an ATM essentially with money in it from people putting shit on the card. Right. You put your laundry card in, you put bills in and it loads gotcha. it onto your card. Oh, okay. So yeah. So they're like shoring up the doors today. I think they were installing security locks or we're getting a security person for a couple of weeks. I don't know. Yeah, but it's scary. Spooky. 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 It's almost spooky season. I mean, it's, I made it's, Justin it's bring his bike upstairs. It's basically already spooky season. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, these are a few of our favorite things. Oh, is, is, is your thing spooky is related? Yeah. It's I have a really bad, really bad one this week. Um, oh, it can't be nearly as bad as mine. Oh, probably. Well, it might be this week. We'll see. Hmm, okay. So. I was at Target. I had Daddy's little Daddy's day off um, a few days ago. Which and Treasure Island Target. port is that? <laughs> What's Treasure Island? That is, I a, hear people talk about it. But it I don't know a, what Treasure Island a is. A very hardcore gay porn studio. Treasure Island? Mm-hmm. That's a Muppet movie. Is it not a Muppet movie? Well, then they switched over to doing some raunchy shit after the Muppets. Treasure? What? I thought you only watched indie porn. Well, that doesn't mean that I don't know of major porn studios. But if anyone knows about major porn studios, it should be me. Yeah, Treasure Island Media. What do they make? Porn. Who would play her? Paul Morris. (laughs) That's one of the actors? No, that's the guy who's founded the studio in 1998. In 1998? Yeah, girl. They had porn back then? Treasure Island Media. Yeah, girl. I mean, it was probably like stick figures. It was like a, it was like a flip book. Hold on, let me search it on DuckDuckGo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Apparently, there's a porn um, studio called Euro Cream. I know that. I know that. Anyway, uh, what <laughs> Where are we, talking are we going about? with? Oh this? yeah. <laughs> so I was at the. You brought up Treasure Island. I don't even little, remember. Little why. Daddy's Day Off. That's where we got. That's where. That's oh. where the train left the station. Okay. Little Daddy's Day Off. So I went to Target. Do a little shopping. I was going to get some Halloween decorations, but then I didn't want to carry them. So I. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you went in and you just expected I gonna, to. I had to be out of the house for like three hours. We were getting the apartment cleaned. Mm. So I couldn't like come home, drop them off and go somewhere else. I was going to have mm-hmm. to carry around them, carry them around all day. So, but I did go to the dollar, the little dollar bins where the spooky stuff is up near the front. And mm-hmm. I got these mummy fingers. Do you know those finger caps? That make your fingers pointy with the long nails. Oh, yeah. Very that. So that I got they're They're white with black nails and they look like they're wrapped. They look like the plastic's made to look like mummy, mummy mm. wrapping. Mm-hmm. And they were only a dollar for 10 of these fingers. Pack of 10. What a steal. I literally look like, you know, Pan's Labyrinth. The, mm-hmm. the thing that's, that's eyes are on the palm of its hand. 
Well, you already have those. You just needed the longer fingers. It looks just like that. And I'm thinking about being that for Halloween because they look so good. They and I love I love cla- clapping on my iPad with them. Clap, oh, like clap, clicker, clap, clap, tap, tap. Click, 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 clacking. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been wearing them this whole time, this whole podcast, Sam. You didn't need to tell me that. And now I know. And I wish I didn't. Well, let me tell you, they make your fingies really sweaty, but they have a sweat hole underneath the, the tip of them. You did not a just little say hole. sweat hole. It's like where the water, where your sweat can evaporate out of them. But your hands, your fingies still get pretty, pretty sweaty. <sighs> now, let me tell you, they also had witch ones. So they had the mummy ones and they had the witch ones, I think. So, okay. you know, go while you can. Get the ones that you want. They're not going to be around forever. And they're very fun and very um, multi-purpose. Oh, Piggy actually likes it when I scratch him when I'm wearing them. Okay. He likes to be pet and given the scratchies when I have them on. Oh, I'll send you a picture. You don't have to. You really don't have to send me a picture of these. That's okay. It's no problem. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh... God. That's the move. That's the move. Have you ever, you know, you would get these at like Chuck E. Cheese, Play World, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It was always the move. Here you go. There's your there's your picture taken just now. I'm just... Airnet's a little slow. Hold on. There you go. <laughs> I hate these so much. I've been wearing them on stream. I'm so, been wearing okay. them on stream. Tapping. Tapping you, on things with you... them. So imagine the the classic American snack bugles, where when yes. you were when you were in um, elementary school and you had bugles in your in your cold lunchbox, you would put them on your fingers and then you'd eat them. It's like those, only they're not edible, and apparently they're sweat holes. We're posting this to Patreon. I'm sorry. Uh- they're sweat holes. <laughs> I'll take a picture of the sweat hole. I can I censor those? I don't want to see your no. sweat hole. You guys see this. You guys see the sweat hole. So underneath <laughs> each of the, um, what would you call that? Your finger, like where the finger, the fingerprint part. Okay. There's a little hole. I'm sending you a picture. Oh, I sent it to Justin. Mm. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to question that. He's going to question that. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I just, I just imagine you like typing out a novel and like sweat is pouring out of those holes like the Niagara Falls. Like yeah, you take them off and you literally have raisin fingers like you got out of the shower. I don't know why. Why is this good in any? How is this good? Give me any reason why this is a, a good situation for you. Does this bring They're you fun. joy? They're flirty. Sorry, I was just tapping a Justin. I had to explain to him that, that was meant for you. So he doesn't think I'm just sending, a, sending him a picture of my finger. Well, um, you're, just, you're telling him you want him. You want to finger him. Well, they are ribbed. For my pleasure. <laughs> for, for your pleasure. And they do they have a ribbed. sharp fingernail at the end. So, you know, you get a little pain with your pleasure. Well, it's bendy. It's a bendy fingernail. You could scrape off some polyps with it, maybe. I wish I wasn't here. That's the I... sound of them scraping inside your colon. <laughs> if I don't come back next week, <laughs> you all know why. I'm surprised you made it past the corn dog tampon comment, but I guess you know, that's where we are. We have to power through, you know. Um, what's your favorite thing? Um, not this. 
I want to I'm going to wear these around town. Like you don't even know how powerful they make you feel until you wear them. They make I, your fingers like a full inch longer. You have this wild nail. Like they're just beautiful. If you want to see a picture of these, it'll be on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe in the show notes. You can view it regardless if you are a patron or not. Um, If you really want to see these, they'll be there. You do. They'll be there. Um, My favorite thing is something that actually brings me joy um, and not these fucking abominations that you put. I just can't go over the sweat holes. There's a sweat hole. It's a hole for sweat. Well, it's called evaporation. It's like... It's like a silicone top on your finger and it's like airtight. So there's got to be a place for more. It's wicking. It's like wicking. Do you know wicking? (laughs) (laughs) Wicking. I wish I was dead. Um, Anyways, my favorite thing this week is something that I needed because I, like I said, I've had a very stressful past two weeks. Um, Something that I'm realizing is that I feel like I need to have more positivity flowing through my Twitter account. And so I started following um, a Twitter account. See, I, I knew mine was going to be worse than yours. Um, a, t- a Twitter account that actually brings me a lot more joy. Um, and it is the Bodega Cat Twitter account. It is at Bodega Cats with an underscore at the end. Um, apparently, everyone else has been following this account, and I haven't. Like, I've seen Bodega Cats before. I understand the concept. If you don't know what it is, Bodega's... Um, if you don't live in New York City or on the East Coast in, you know, tight-knit communities in general, they're like small convenience stores. And a lot of these um, small convenience stores have, you know, mice and rats because, you know, it's the city. The city's grungy. And a good natural pest control is having a cat. So a lot of these uh, bodegas have local cats that hang out there. And they're always really cute. And they're they're cute. And they're usually friendly to customers. And they also take care of the the pest control. Anyways, this Twitter account is dedicated to all of the bodega cats in, I think, Brooklyn. I don't know if it's like just Brooklyn, but I feel like that that's probably started out as Brooklyn. Um, they actually they have um, the the concept of having cats around in uh, markets is actually not just a, a U.S. New York thing. In Japan, they have cats around like the the seafood markets and in um, kind of their outdoor markets as well in order to have pest control. Anyways, there's lots of cute pictures of cats laying on Kit Kats, laying next to, you know, sugar, hanging out um, in the freezer section because it's the summer and they're trying to cool off. Um, And I needed anything to get my mind off of the fact that I was getting evicted, essentially. So, but the Bodega Cat twitter account i'm assuming they also have an instagram um but cats make me happy because laszlo is not here anymore laszlo is gone laszlo has gone home with his owner and uh i don't have a cat in my apartment anymore and so i need some cat action and i'm getting it on twitter i'm getting my cat fix so bodega cats it is bodega cats with an underscore on twitter um and they're cute it's really cute, actually. And it it brings me joy. As Marie Kondo says, it sparks joy. I I mean, like the, the cats, pictures of cats to me are like these mummy fingers for Joe. Only okay. without serotonin. Without the, without the sweat hole. Serotonin. Um, Do you so, have a yeah. favorite bodega cat? Do we need to go visit them? I feel like I need to do I need to go on a tour of all the bodegas that have cats in New York City. 
That'd be a fun tour. And then I could just like pick That'd up. That'd be fun. I could pick up Cheez-Its everywhere and just eat Cheez-Its while I look at cats. That sounds like a good vacation for me. It's like a very low That'd stress That'd be a good coffee table me. book. Mm, yes, Cheez-Its and cats. Well, no, you're not in it. Nothing. It's just the cats. <laughs> just the coffee table book. Oh, of you, thought you, were, you thought you were going to be? No, you're not in this book. It's no, just the cats. You're not, no, you might take the pictures, but that's as you're, far as you go. You're not part of the art. You're not part of the art, no. Anyways, cats bring me joy, and I've been uh, needing some de-stressor lately, and this has really brought me some joy. So if you want to look at cats hanging out in bodegas, just living their lives, sprawling out, taking naps, um, check out Bodega Cats on Twitter. It is a good, good account, and it's going to bring more positivity to my feed. Do you think that you're going to get a cat when you move into a new place? Um, no, at least not immediately, because um, there's a lot a lot of places don't allow pets, at least in at first until you're like, you know, you're proven to be a good resident. And then maybe you can negotiate with your property manager, your landlord or whatever. But it, looking for places that allow pets severely limits your options and the housing market That's and fair. the apartment market in Missoula is so fucked currently, which is why I have to move out personally, because I need a place to live, but I don't have a place to live. So I'm hanging out with my folks that um, it it definitely we have way more options if we don't have pets. So anyways, maybe eventually, but not right now. But I do love a cat. I, I, I enjoyed all the the time that I had with Laszlo. But now he is he's back on the farm. And by that, I mean, he's actually at a farm. He didn't die. No, yeah. At first, you kind of made it sound like you did, but he no. was your roommate's cat. He was my. He wasn't my cat. He was my roommate's cat. So she's got him. Yeah, she's he's good. she's got Laszlo, and he's gonna live his 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 beautiful life, hanging out in the field, catching mice or well, some shit. I don't know. Sad he won't be falling off the porch anymore with his uncle Sam. <sighs> yeah, sad I can't neglect him anymore. You know, but <laughs> that oh, video Laszlo. is priceless. Priceless, priceless, priceless. Anyways, good favorite things, except not at all this week. I liked both of them. I thought they were great. Well, glass half full, glass half empty. Um, glass half full, but it's leaking out my sweat hole. Uh, <laughs> that rhymed. I didn't <laughs> like it at all. Uh, yeah, good favorite things. Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. What, what a great week. Um, we will have a bonus episode for y'all next week on the Patreon patron. Uh, otherwise, we will see all of y'all next week with a regular episode as well. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon 
C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Martin D, Naomi D, Nick I, Nikki Q, Rose G, Scott A, Shaney B, Sylvie C, William W, Xavier D, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. Show.